those rocks are those things that are most important. Our relationship with God, our relationship with family, our relationship with others, the service that we do for people, the time we spend with family, the time that we spend with God. If we put those in a bucket first, that sand fills in. All of those other things fill in, including business, right? I mean, again, we have to be consistent, but if we put those rocks in first that are so important, we're going to have time for everything else. If we put that sand in first, those rocks aren't going to fit. Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning. And this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Called Forth podcast. I'm so excited to have my guest on today's show, Kimberly Wilkerson. After years of studying the power of communication as a speech language pathologist, Kimberly Wilkerson launched the Token Clothing Company. It's a fashion brand that merges empowering language with gorgeous apparel. Kimberly's personal journey with elevating her mindset and overcoming limitations influenced her transition from clinician to fashionista. And she loves sharing her story and how the power of language can transform each person. So thank you so much, Kimberly, for being on today's episode. Hi, you're welcome. It's a delight to be here. Yeah, so I would love to just get started with you sharing how you did this transition from clinician to fashionista. I'd love to hear the story of Token Clothing Company. Sure. So that story starts about 20 years ago, actually, even though we have not been uh, in business certainly that long, but I had a desire and I, I can't really point to a triggering event back uh, in my 20s when I was in school, uh, particularly in graduate school where I remember thinking, I really want one day to have a fashion company that does things differently than how I saw women's fashion at that time. Uh, but again, I was in graduate school training to become a speech language pathologist. Uh, that took a lot of time, a lot of money. And I remember at one point doodling in margins of my notes as I sat in class and I would create dresses. <laughs> and I was not a very good artist. I've taken some classes since then because that's not where my talents lie. But I would use words to describe this is what I want it to look like. And these images would come to my mind. And I thought, what am I doing spending all this money and time pursuing this route of, of profession if I want a fashion company? But I knew that I wanted both and that speech pathology was correct for me too. And so through those years of becoming a speech pathologist and practicing that, I still had this desire for a fashion company. It never left. And so I would do things on the side. I took, again, some drawing lessons. I studied the industry. I read books. I watched documentaries on designers. I spent time studying texture and color and design uh, because I loved it and because I wanted, I just knew one day I was going to do something with it. And so finally, uh, just a few years ago, back in 2020 and 21, I came to this point where I had an opportunity to head south to the U.S. Virgin Islands to work as a speech therapist. And I love warm weather <laughs> and I love <laughs> snorkeling and diving and all of that. And I thought, well, this would be a great opportunity. But it was also kind of this juncture where I thought, I either do this or I move forward with this business that I have wanted to do. 
And I knew that if I went to the Virgin Islands, that that would be a great experience, but the trajectory of my life would change. And I probably wouldn't attempt mm -hmm. to launch a business. And so I said, you know what, I can always go to the Virgin Islands later if I really want to. I want to move forward. It just seemed right uh, at that time to move forward with the prototyping, all of the pre-work that is required before you can actually launch a business to the public. And I took some time off from being a speech therapist to focus on this actually, and then ended up doing some marketing and sales work on the side to pay bills that actually was really instrumental in helping me develop even more business acumen to do what I was going to do. And so when I decided, I knew what the name of the company years ago, but I just said, what am I going to bring to the market first? Even though I love dresses, uh, that wasn't what I brought. Uh, and so as I was thinking about what I was going to do, I determined uh, to move forward with a pajama line, which then upon research, because of the golden age of of pajamas secondary to COVID <laughs> seemed like a good fit as a, uh, in way of using pajamas. But the big piece for me was merging that language with fashion, creating something different in the market that was empowering for women, as well as what I consider to be intelligent, right? How do we actually use fashion to reach our potential and to mm. grow and to develop as a person? And I didn't know that I would be using that type of niche 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five year ago, years ago. Honestly, as I started moving forward with prototyping and thinking about what I wanted, that's when everything started to gel for me. And so with this company and certainly with that first line that we have, which is our uh, pajamas with purpose, there are powerful affirmations that are written all over the fabric on the interior of the fabric, which was very intentional. A, I thought, uh, you know, being pajamas, that's an intimate experience anyway, right? We're, we're warm, we're cozy, we're quiet, we're still usually when we're wearing pajamas. But also there is a body of anecdotal research, but research nonetheless by a Japanese scientist named uh, Masaru Emoto, who since passed away, but a lot of people are familiar with his work where he took water crystals, he would, he would take water from the same source, put these drops on a Petri dish, and then freeze these water crystals. But he also took words, language, and he labeled these di dishes with either negative or positive words. And so mm -hmm. words like hate, greed, anger for negative words, words mm -hmm. such as love, gratitude, peace for positive words. And he actually put the words facing the water crystals. And then he took those crystals and he viewed them under microscope and recorded his findings. And for all of those negative words, there were incredibly disordered crystals. But for the positive words, the crystals were beautiful and intricate. And I know that this study has been replicated even in people's homes with water or rice. You might find that you know, on the, on the internet, rice experiments. I strongly believe in the power of language. Scripture supports the power of language and the words that we speak to ourselves and how we think and then how we act because of that. And so I thought, you know what? Our bodies are 70% water, give or take. Why wouldn't we want those types of words and that language against our skin as we sleep or as mm -hmm. we're walking throughout the day, right? And not just against our language but or against our skin, but also thinking about those words. The tops are reversible. And I purposely designed 
this line where when you look at the top, if you're wearing it inside out, if you look in the mirror, you can read every other line. You can read those affirmations to yourself. But if someone looks at you, they also can read those affirmations and receive the benefit of that language. So there were very intentional things done with the design of these pajamas. But again, everything, and we just actually launched uh, a t-shirt uh, line called IMTs a week ago. And so oh, everything, wow. yeah, everything that is happening within Token Clothing Company has to do with empowering and elevating mindset. So that is that story in a nutshell. <laughs> Wow. I love, you know, from the very start to finish, there's just so many questions I have to pull out of this. But one of the first things uh, that was highlighted to me is that when you were describing how when you were younger and you were doodling and you and you said, you know, I don't know that that the drawing aspect is my skill set. But I and I feel like so many times women have a dream on their hearts and they feel like I want this, but I don't know that I have the skill set to walk it out. And they almost get hyper focused on having to have that skill set to justify to themselves that they can get started. And so I loved that for you, you decided I'm not going to let this angle of it hold me up. I'm going to find other aspects of it that I can research and learn more and study and, and get gain the skill sets in the other areas. Number one, that, that was highlighted to me. As you mentioned earlier, the importance that even scripture places on words and even your story of how you went from clinician to this clothing line, it reminds me of how God wastes nothing and he finds a way to tie everything together. Like the way that the, the tools that you're able to bring to your clothing line um, partially come from that experience of walking things out and understanding the value of language. Like you might not have had the same insight had you taken a different path, but since you've, you've um, developed the, the extra insight to the power of language through your work as a speech language pathologist, you just come to this with an even greater understanding. So I love that what resonates from your story is also that God wastes nothing and he ties it all together in a way that um, we don't always know going into it. That really was highlighted for me. So maybe can you speak to that part of your story where you had to decide, okay, I'm not going to let this one initial thing hold me back, but looking beyond that to see how else you could bring birth to this dream that you had. Sure. And Don, you're absolutely right. I, looking back now, I see how all of these pieces string together that are completely divinely inspired. And I didn't realize it or recognize it at the time. If you had told me when I was 16, one day you're going to have a fashion company, I would have laughed, right? That was not my plan. I was very much, I didn't even wear pink until I was in college, right? I was somewhat of a tomboy, I guess. Um, but I, I would have laughed at that. And it's just interesting how through experiences, your opportunities and your mind and your vision is expanded. And so thinking again, you know, back in my 20s about wanting this fashion company, recognizing I wasn't a designer, I didn't know how to draw, but I also knew that I could, I just knew deep down, I'm like, but I can do this. And with God, all things are possible, right? And I, I feel very blessed because I had a strong relationship with him early on, early on in my life. That relationship has certainly grown because of that relationship. I feel that I have had a fair amount of confidence my entire life. Now that confidence has been challenged at times, but I feel that I've had that. And so as I've moved forward between experiences, not recognizing how things were going to shake out and certainly questioning, is this really right? Is this desire 
really right? Is this going to happen? I mean, those questions mm -hmm. came. Again, we're looking at 20 years here. Why didn't this happen 10 or 15 years ago? But now looking at my experience as a speech therapist, looking at my um, experiences and just becoming someone who has greater faith, greater confidence and greater trust in God, which is incredibly mm -hmm. important forward in life. And then also looking at our society. I don't think 10, 15 years ago, our culture would have been ready for clothing that had a lot of powerful affirmations on it. Maybe a little bit, but not to the extent we are now. Part of that is because of the significant amount of positive psychology research and neural research that we have that has come out in the last 10 to 12 years that supports guess what? What scripture says actually is true. Meaning that we, we need to watch, we need to be careful of our thoughts and our words, right? Mm -hmm. Of our language. And, and so I, every time I read a new piece of research, I'm like, ah, this supports the gospel. <laughs> you know, this, this just shows that the gospel yeah. is true. And so there's that piece too, is that our society and culture, I feel is more ready for what I'm trying to bring to the market. And certainly because of COVID, we have, you know, this, again, this increase in people wanting to better understand mental health, wanting to better oppose the negative pieces that they might find themselves in, in that realm of mental health. And so uh, I, I can look back again and again and just say, okay, God knew what he was doing, even though there were times when I wanted to move forward quicker than I was, I needed to learn certain skills. I needed to be prepared the timing needed to be right again in our society. But now those things are lining up where the timing is right. I feel I've been prepared. I'm able to bring this to market and I'm able to share a message that is far more significant to me than just clothing, right? Mm -hmm. Clothing and fashion is the platform, but the message is about helping women reach their potential and change their mindset. And honestly, Dawn, for me, when I look at my number one reason of why it is all about helping women understand that they are daughters of God. Mm -hmm. And that is the most important piece to me in this entire journey. I love that you shared that even in your own journey, there was times where you were asking God, God, why is it taking so long? Why did I have this like zigzag journey essentially? And it's, that's so resonates. I know I've asked God that question multiple times. I'm sure the call forth audience, there's, you know, there's times that we ask God those questions, but you hit on something so key, which is trusting God in the process and knowing his timing is always perfect because he knows things that we don't. So he, like you were saying, the market being ready now when maybe it wasn't ready 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So I love that you brought that piece to it because I think it's a really common question that we ask when we're walking out a dream, like number one, why does it have to be so hard? And why is it unfolding like this? Like we look at, especially in such a culture where we have access to everybody's story through social media and we get to see so much of the highlight reel and we think you know why did it only take them five years to walk out their dream and I'm on year seven or eight why did it you know when we start we have this um, access to comparison that we maybe didn't always have several years ago so I I love that you point out that trusting God through that process was key for how you were able to not let discouragement and defeat weigh you down when I'm sure you face times where it would have been easy to just be like okay well it's not working out I guess I'm moving on to God. I guess this isn't what you have for me, but you were able to press through that, um, knowing that God knows the greater story and the greater picture, and you've got to trust him in the process. So what I want to kind of lead into now is it really stood out to me. And I when I was reading about your pay it forward pajamas 
and the value of sisterhood and coming together. I'd love you to talk a little bit more about what that looks like and um, the that side of your business. Sure. So long ago, again, 15, 20 years ago, as I was thinking about a fashion business, I knew that there had to be a philanthropic side to it. That was really important to me. And at that time, I thought, well, it could be this or it could be that right? Not knowing again what I was going to actually do. So within a month of launching last, it's actually been a year, last October, we launched uh, within a month. I thought, all right, Kimberly, what are you going to do? How are you going to connect women? Because that is what I wanted to do with fashion. I'm like, how instead of competing, which is so much part of the industry, how can we connect women? And mm -hmm. so I remember sitting at my desk, at my computer, when this idea just came and I'm like, again, divinely inspired, right? Where I thought, who needs these pajamas? Who needs this messaging more than anyone? What happens in our society and in this world? And I thought, I want to work with women who have been trafficked. I think that they have probably experienced some of the most vile, you know, mm -hmm. circumstances and situations in our world. And so as I thought about that, I thought, wouldn't it be great if customers could have the opportunity not to donate, but to gift? There is a difference mm -hmm. in language, right? These women are worthy of a gift. And so customers mm -hmm. would have the opportunity to gift a pair of these pajamas that elevate and change mindset. And equally as important, customers would have the opportunity to write these women a personal note of encouragement. Mm -hmm. Again, words have power. They, whether we speak them, whether we write them, they have power. And I thought, what a great way for someone who's been in these dire situ this dire situation to receive a, a note of love and encouragement and support, as well as a gift of pajamas from someone else who is encouraging and cheering them on. And mm -hmm. so with Pay It Forward with Pajamas, right now we're working with an organization called Refuge for Women. And currently they are the largest uh, non-for-profit organization in our nation who provides long-term rehabilitative services for women who have been sex trafficked. And so when you go onto the site on tokenclothingco.com to the page, pay it forward with pajamas, you will see the women's names, their first names, as well as their hopes and their dreams. We know what their stories are. We don't need to go into those details, but despite that piece of their story that has been horrific, these women still have hope and they still have a dream in this life. And so you get to read that and then you can choose who you would like to gift a pair of pajamas to. And then in uh, the cart notes, you can write that personal note of encouragement and token clothing will fulfill both the gift of the pajamas as well as that personal note in your behalf. I, there's so much I love about what you were saying. And one of the biggest highlighted things for me is that so often we hear about such a heavy topic like human trafficking. And we wonder like, what, what can I do to make an impact or bring change? I mean, even the Sound of Freedom movie that came out, um, you know, we see this huge, heavy, weighty thing. And we wonder what can me in my small little corner of the universe do? But I love that you're basically giving women a tangible thing that they can do to make an impact. Because I think part of the human heart and story is that we all long to in some way encourage somebody else. And so through 
women being able to gift these pajamas and not only gift, but write a note of encouragement, something that they want these, these women who've gone through so much to read, I think brings so much purpose to someone to be able to feel like, okay, I can, I can give them pajamas and I can also give a word of encouragement. Somebody, I wish something, I wish somebody would have said to me or, you know, whatever they feel obviously led to write, but everything from the the gifting of the pajamas to, I feel like even someone's ability to share their heart and encourage somebody else. So, wow. I just like, there's so much about this uh, organization, this company that you have, which is also in some senses, I think, feel like a ministry as well, that is powerful and it's encouraging and inspiring because what you've talked about with your story of having a clothing line to be so much more is really like you were saying it was these were divine inspirations and sometimes when you look at the secular world and you see business and it's providing a service and that's fine god always he you know i don't know if this is the right phrasing but he 10x's things so yes you could have put forward a clothing line but because you have that faith in God and you're connected with the heart of the father, you were able to do so much more than just a clothing line. You were able to bring a clothing line that brings impact and reaches a specific issue that's at hand right now, which is human trafficking. So I feel like that's the power of not just doing things with our own ideas, but it's really tapping into the heart of God because he can do exceedingly and abundantly above what we could ask or imagine when we just bring forward our heart's ideas and the things that we feel inspired by. There's a I don't know if this is the guy, but his name is Sam Collier, but he has this messaging that says, when we pair our story with God's story, we get a greater story. And that's what I think of when I hear you describing your story is that you had a story, but you paired it with God's story and it made a greater story, which is uh, a clothing line that brings far more impact than you probably ever would have imagined. So what I would want to ask you then is, can you just give some words of encouragement to women who are listening, who might have an idea or an inspiration on their heart for something that they would like to do, but maybe they're held back by some of the limiting beliefs that you've had uh, where you're saying, you know, I don't, I don't have this specific skill set or whatever other limiting beliefs you dealt with. What encouragement would you give to other women? Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that come to my mind. Let me, let me leave with this. One of the things that I have learned along the way, and even recently, you know, I mentioned that I had a fair amount of confidence and I did because of my relationship with my father in heaven and savior. And with that, I still have found that I have to believe in myself. God needs us to have faith in him and we need to have that faith, but he also needs us to believe in ourselves. And that's kind of interesting. And that's been an interesting uh, lesson that I have had to learn and relearn even I would say recently and pray for that is the ability to believe more fully in myself. So for all of us, right, you're the audience that's listening and those who want to move forward with a dream that they know is inspired and they know that they have the passion for and and at least some of the skill sets for and they know that they need to move forward with that. Based upon my own experience, I would say keep moving forward. And that might mean you take a class or you watch something that adds to that knowledge and that understanding of what you're trying to do. Consistency is really important. I, I know that for all of us, myself, I've struggled with this where I'm like, I need five hours a day to work on these pieces, right? And, and that way I can be successful. But honestly, I've never had five hours a day because I've been a full-time speech pathologist for several years and had life outside of that. 
to, to just give, give, give to a company while I, I try to pay the bills. And I know many of your listeners are wives and moms and community, you know, advocates and, and we're, we're trying to do so much good in so many areas of our lives that we, our lives are often full. And so we're like, how can I fit in these pieces? But if you can give just a little bit line up on line, precept on precept, that is how mm-hmm. I feel that that God works with us, right? He he will magnify our time. He will magnify our abilities if we're willing mm-hmm. just to give a little a little bit. The economy of God is so different from ours, right? We, I mean, here in our society, $5 means $5 worth of product. But with God, giving a little bit, bringing what we can to the altar, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it is time, whether it is... Um, you know, service, whether it's monies for other people, whatever it might be, but giving what we can and then recognizing and believing he will magnify the time that we have and he will magnify our abilities and he will continue to lead us down the path that we need to go. And most likely, not always, but most likely is going to be further down that road in our mindset and our minds with time. Time is different to heaven than it is to us here on earth. And so if we'll just keep holding on to being consistent and showing up and doing what we can and then trusting him and having faith that he really is opening those paths and he's helping us become that person to then do his work in the ways that, that we have passion about and where we can partner with him. If you can trust that and keep moving forward, those things will come to pass. They Mm. will. Yeah. I love that you brought forward the consistency piece because that's such a practical thing that we can do. And I think it's easy sometimes to feel like, okay, why am I not seeing progress? Why? But then when we ask ourselves, okay, how consistent have I been at working towards my goals? Sometimes that's where we can see a disconnect. So I love that you bring that piece of consistency because I think it's, it's powerful. Sometimes we feel like to walk out my dreams, it's got to be really complicated, or we feel like there's just this magic formula that we haven't got all the secret numbers for. But sometimes the truth of it is, it's as simple as am I being consistent with the limited time that I have? And there's this phrase, I'm sure you've heard it that says something like, we underestimate how much progress we can make in a long amount of time. And we overestimate how much progress we can make in a short amount of time. And I feel like that consistency ties into that, in the sense that if we are faithfully consistent, even if it's in, like you said, an hour a day or 30 minutes a day, we know whatever it is we have, God breathes his, his breath of life on that and can do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can ask if we're faithful in that consistent piece. So I love that you brought that practicality into it. Cause I think that's really important. So just on an, another practical note, I know we're, we're um, running up on our time, but I would, you know, two more questions. I would love how practically you've been able to walk out this dream on in that sense. You have a full-time schedule, I, I imagine. So how have you been able to walk that out on a practical level? And then also just just any final pieces of advice that you would have for encouragement, uh, your words of encouragement for the audience? Mm-hmm. So from a practical piece, uh, I will say this, and, and, and to some people, it might not seem practical, but to me it is. And that is priorities, right? I have a really strong morning routine. That's important to me. That sets my day. And that routine honestly is with God, right? With scripture study and meditation and affirmations and visualization and journaling. Uh, but that that is priority for me. My time in prayer and my time in the scriptures with uh, my Father in Heaven and Savior are first and foremost. And I don't let those things slide 
because I know that in order to be who I need to be to manage my time well, to utilize that time, I have to be, for lack of better words, you know, at, at my peak. And so spiritually, mentally, physically, exercise is important to me. All of those pieces. I, if you think about this, someone, uh, a seminary teacher long ago gave this to me. If you think about rocks and sand, those rocks are those things that are most important. Our relationship with God, our relationship with family, our relationship with others, the service that we do for people, the time we spend with family, the time that we spend with God. If we put those in a bucket first, that sand fills in. All of those other things fill in, including business, right? I mean, again, we have to be consistent, but if we put those rocks in first that are so important, we're going to have time for everything else. If we put that sand in first, those rocks aren't going to fit. And I've always appreciated that visual, right? That the rocks go in first. And so it, it may not seem practical, but to me, it's actually become really practical uh, putting those priorities first and recognizing that my time will be expanded, especially as I, again, show up as I'm committed and consistent mm. in what I'm doing each day. Um, and then in way of the last question you said, just, just any final words of advice or uh, encouragement? Uh, again, I would just say, hold on to that dream in your heart. It may not be right right now, but there is something that you can add to it, something that you can be doing. And, you know, again, being a woman of faith, as I know many of your listeners are, I have prayed long and um, when I say long for a lot of years and with great earnestness to know what I should be doing along this way, having this dream. And so, and there were different impressions that came along the way. In, in what I should study and what I should consider. And those pieces will come too, even though it might not be ready to launch that, that business idea or that book or whatever it is that's on your heart, the pieces to help you pr prepare will come to you if you keep in communication with the Father in heaven and, and listen and be aware in your environment of those, those answers that are coming to you to help you continue to prepare along the way. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. There's just, I feel like so much richness and words of wisdom that were shared in this episode from you sharing your story and pointing people to Jesus and just everything that you poured out. So I want to thank you so much for your time today. I'm going to have a link in the description of the video version and the audio version of this podcast for how you can purchase your set of pajamas and the other items that Kimberly has for sale in her shop. And so that you can also pay it forward. And so I'm so excited. Thank you so much for sharing. And the, the links will be in the description. And so I encourage our listeners to go follow Kimberly on social media and continue to support her very impactful ministry. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Great to be here. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.dontown.com. That's D-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-E.com. And on social media. And please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you have been called forth.